Let's talk about attention span today. Any guesses how long the average one is? I'll tell you in just a second. (laughs) First, let me welcome you or welcome you back to the Joy Loving Home podcast. This is episode 142. The really sort of sad, scary news is that since 2000, our attention span has been decreasing. At one point, back when the research was done in the year 2000, the average attention span was 12 seconds long. Now, today, we're down to 8.25. That's scary. It's a lot to think about because we have to admit that a lot of what's causing that shortened attention span has to do with the way we consume technology and this very quick swipe ability on anything that doesn't hold our interest. And this should sort of be something we want to dig into, especially if we already believe we have ADHD, our tendency to want to engage our brain in something and our ability to be patient enough to see if something sticks before we want to just shift gears and find something new to engage with. It's a, it's a real deal to be thinking about. <laughs> and in the uh, the article I was reading to, to research for this, it's, it says scientists believe that goldfish actually have a nine-second attention span. So ours is now less than a goldfish. But since I say we have fish brains, maybe we're actually better off than most people these days. I don't know. It depends on how you think about it. And it's funny because all things are relative. I mean, when I was thinking about how do we compare eight seconds, like what does that really feel like? Well, if you ask a bull rider, eight seconds is an eternity. I mean, imagine that's what they're listening for, that horn to go off that says they stayed on that bull for eight full seconds. Or if I was gutsy enough to pause and have eight seconds of silence on this podcast, you would have turned it off. (laughs) That's going to feel like a long time to sit in silence. Yet when we want to focus on something like reading an email or researching like I was doing for this or focusing in on a conversation somebody is trying to have with us or searching for something, our frustration level and our interest in giving up or losing focus or just changing gears is happening every eight seconds. So what do we do with this knowledge? Like, yikes. (laughs) Well, there are some things we can do with it. One is to know that when we get advice like just set a five-minute timer, work on something for five minutes, our immediate thoughts are, well, I mean, what can I really do in five minutes? Or five minutes isn't really going to make a difference. But knowing what you know about attention span now, if you actually work on something for five minutes, you have fought against your brain wanting to shift gears on you 36 times. Now all of a sudden, working on something for five minutes seems like one heck of an accomplishment and really worth doing. So if you know most of your day you flit about doing a little bit here and a little bit there and losing focus and distracting yourself and 
and shifting gears and you're frustrated at not accomplishing things, then you realize, hey, I just did five minutes of that. And once I did five minutes of that, I was sort of in a zone and I did 10 minutes of that. And then the next thing I looked up and I was at this for two hours and now I'm just realized to look at the clock because I was hungry. That's when leaning into our hyperfocus is fantastic because you know you've fought off those attention span, mind shifting plans a lot. The other thing we can do with that knowledge is we can try and train ourselves to kind of slow our brain down and resist that urge to shift. So when you're wanting to numb your brain and you think, I'll grab my phone because that swiping, 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 swiping is going to make it better or I guess just sort of numb it out and help me fight this sort of anxiety I'm feeling or whatever your need for dopamine is that you're trying to avoid something else. Instead of picking up that phone, finding some other way to doodle or to fidget or to engage in a puzzle or look outside, take a walk, something that will make your brain expand instead of shrink. If you find yourself being challenged by concentrating on conversations with friends, whether it's on the phone and then you decide to start doing something else and the next thing you know, you're not paying attention to what they're doing. Try and walk or fold laundry or do something that's physical but doesn't take any mental energy so that that fidget helps your brain stay more focused on the person talking to you. Think about those moments when you're frustrated because you're jumping, jumping, jumping and see what you can do to expand that eight seconds by understanding that need is there sort of for everyone. But for us, we're actually a little more acutely aware of it. Maybe this is a place where we we gain the advantage. (laughs) So we're going to appreciate that. And now I also want you to know that listening to a podcast is actually one of the longest ways that people engage with content. Movies, obviously, would be number one. A Netflix sort of nonstop streaming is number two. Those could be neck and neck because sometimes you can find yourself (laughs) leading into a show that just sort of keeps replaying the next one over and over and they know to get you with those cliffhangers. But as far as reading a blog, looking at Instagram, TikTok, all of those types of social mediums, people tend to lose interest and jump and move and barely scan a text before moving on. But with podcasts, you tend to engage a little more and you stay a little more focused. I purposely keep mine short. And I have noticed when I see a podcast that's going to be 15 minutes or more, I kind of go, oh, I don't know if I, I have it in me. So just sort of pat yourself on the back for being a part of the Joy Loving Home podcast and telling yourself, hey, I listen to this every single time all the way through. Go me. And and if you're not subscribed, subscribe so that you're at least expanding that part of your, your attention span. But I'm going to do something really risky right now. I'm going to pause for eight seconds so you can feel what that feels like in silence. And on the other end of the pause, I have a big announcement. So I'm going to leave that carrot. And I'm going to start that pause. 
as soon as I say now. Wow. <laughs> Felt like an eternity, didn't it? Okay, so big news. The Joy Loving Home membership community is about to open again tomorrow. So if you missed it the first chance and you want in this time, $10 a month, learning about planning and organizing and having some accountability with like-minded folks. The group we had that started it is a lovely, lovely group. I'm excited to have some more people join in on with us and get engaged. And if you want to know more about it, all you have to go do is go to the joylovinghome.com slash community. You will arrive at the page on the website where it tells you about it. Again, this won't open till tomorrow, but you're the first to know because you sat through that eight seconds of miserable silence. <laughs> and I'm glad you did. Until next time, continue to choose joy. <laughs>